When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new edition of Hewitt Home. And today, it's a story about life, but it's also a story about triumph. And we'll learn more, and I'm like you, I'm going to be learning about this young woman uh, for the first time too as well. So I'd love to welcome Sarah Wogamuth here to Hewitt Home. Thank and, you. And uh, um, yeah, you're a guinea pig, or I'm the guinea pig here. <laughs> Uh, because you come through another acquaintance, Ali Raposo, and mm -hmm. we all love Ali. And she was so passionate when she spoke of you. And I said, at the drop of a hat, yeah. I was like sending the email to <laughs> yeah, you. Totally. You probably thought this crazy woman is just like <laughs> constantly. But I'm so happy that you could make it. Yeah. And we're we're always and here's the thing before we even hear your story. Mm -hmm when we know that someone has gone through probably traumatic experiences and mm -hmm. then come back at the other end of it, we're all, and I hate to use the word, but gawkers. Like we're, well, like when you drive by a car crash, yeah. we just, totally. you don't want to look, right. but you look. You do, yeah. You don't want to hear it, but you want to hear it. Mm. And, you know, yes, I want to share your story, but right. more than that today, Sarah, if we can really come to some sort of, I guess, not agreement to, but I guess a way to move forward. Right. To take action, folks. So yeah. you're going to listen to Sarah's story right now, but we're also going to talk about not only how she has overcome, but how you can overcome, right? Mm, yes. And yes, I yes. think... That way, your story is even more impactful. Yeah, I agreed. Okay, so without further ado, <laughs> a little bit of drama, I love but it. I love it. No, oh. it's so true, Tracy. I feel like there, as we share, or I, I, I share often about, it's we can either get stuck in our story or we get to rewrite our story, and that is a a, a huge um, why I am so you know what willing to share and to um, use my voice is really because, you know, there's a, a, a saying by Morgan Harper Nichols, and it says, be willing to tell others how you climbed your mountain because that could become a page in someone else's survival guide one day. Wow. And to me, that just speaks to me that, you know, if I'm going to have to walk through the fucking hell that I've had to walk <laughs> through and many of, oh, we all have a story. Yes. But I am unwilling to allow it to just stay inside if it can help another brother or sister on their mm -hmm. journey, right? Mm -hmm. If they're two steps behind me on the road and I can reach back and say, I was just two steps there a couple days, let me help you, then it's, I'm, you know, I'm willing to share. And um, 
So yeah, it's always like, okay, so where to start? You know, what I would want to ask actually the listeners, I want to I wanna ask a question to the listeners. You know, if I would come to you and say, hey, Tracy, hey, who's ever listening, would you, how many of you would love to have a deeply passionate, fiery, intense, connected, beautiful, um, on fire relationship? How many of us would give a heck yeah, I'm in, right? Um, I am one. And what I realized, you know, not long ago was that intense fire, you know, connected, passionate relationship begins with me, me with me. Mm-hmm. I get to have that relationship first with me. And once I get to have that relationship with me, then everything else, my significant other, the passion, the fire, everything gets to also transition into that. You know, it wasn't long ago in, um, it was around 2014 where my marriage completely exploded. And, um, you know, with, I'm not going to actually go into the marriage story. That'll be another story. Mm -hmm. But with many miracles, you know, our marriage exploded from betrayal on both sides, hidden addictions. There was lies. It was, it was a mess. And um, we had a lot of um, just really broken (laughs) brokenness where we just said enough's enough we gave up and we really started my husband and I started our own healing journeys on our own individual roads and um, so much so that you know for a while it was like we're done like this is it but so much so that the intense work that we both decided to do on our own selves ended up bringing us back into this incredibly beautiful marriage that is so much more intense and passionate and amazing we're year 16 now that was year seven when it exploded um, you know, and we had a lot of crap to deal with on our, in our own stuff. And see, what happened, though, is after our marriage was just miraculously, you know, healed and brought back together, there was this peace inside of me, Tracy, where I struggled with. And I know, no, no, because I've had so many people share with me. It's that place of intimacy within the relationship. Now, what is intimacy? Mm-hmm. Intimacy, I've heard this before. Maybe you've heard it. It's into me, you see. Yeah. Intimacy. Oh into me you see and you know I remember if I'm getting real and completely going there there was times when I would be being intimate with my husband who I love who is a good man who I've you know healed and and find attractive but I would be in these places of intimacy with him crying and not being able to feel any sort of connection in my body nothing I could not connect with him in any way I didn't desire him I had no but yet I loved him and it just it wasn't within me I couldn't connect to him and I just remember crying sometimes being like I like I know he's I adore him I he's so attractive to me but I could not feel this deep passion that I was know that we're mm-hmm. all meant for and you know Tracy it wasn't until I all of a sudden had this aha moment that I could not connect with him because I was not able to connect with me I had carried this woundedness inside my myself for years. You know, 15 ye- years ago, at this point when I'm in this moment, um, at age 18, I had been raped. And then I had been in a, in a very abusive relationship, emotionally, physically. Um, and what, you know, a lot of times when trauma happens to us, um, the brain is neurobiologically wired to have to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 why did this happen? And things when people do things to us it is a senseless act 
It mm -hmm. does not make sense. We are, this world was not designed for another human being to hurt another human being. And so when there is something that is so traumatic that has happened to you, and it doesn't make sense, the brain is scrambling, why, why, why? And unfortunately, and so devastatingly, it lands back on us mm -hmm. so many times. And so I turned that story of why I was raped onto me. It was, I must have done this, I shouldn't have done that, I should have known better. And I created this cycle of self-sabotage now into my life from putting myself then in an abusive relationship and staying in this cycle of abuse and, and uh, um, believing that that's all I got in life, that that's all I was worth in life. And, you know, so fast forward to, to having this just devastation of not being able to connect with my husband. Like, what is wrong? And I just had this picture. You know, I have a deep faith and I believe God, like, puts just pictures in my head for me to have my aha moments Hearing. thankfully because I can't come up with some of this but it really helped me heal is that he it he kind of showed me that 15 years ago when I had been raped what happens is there's times in our life where wounds of our past essentially if we take it to the literal sense is like bullets lodged inside and so if I literally had got shot okay like mm -hmm. let's just play imagination I had actually got shot 15 years ago and I left that bullet lodged inside and what I did is I took like a little finger bandage essentially put it over that bullet pulled my shirt down and was like I'm fine I'm fine like no I got this I'm okay and, and I never reached out for help and I carried this bullet inside now if we're literally playing imagination what happens to our bodies if we kept a bullet inside as I am carrying on with my life Complete yes. poison. Yes. My blood, every part of my body is starting to just break down. It's be it's poisoning the very, all my, everything. And so I, I just had this aha moment of, oh my goodness, I've been carrying, walking around for years with these bullets lodged inside my heart, my mind, my soul, never going to the right places to have it dealt with, mm -hmm. never, you know, pulling up my shirt and saying, I need some help here. Like this yeah. happened to me. And a lot of times what we do is we compare our wounds to others and, and diminish that ours deserve taking care of. So, you know, for years I would just say, well, it, you know, it was my fault. I shouldn't have done this. I should have known better there. And so I ignored the fact that it was there. And also I would say, but also like I know about my best friend. I know what happened to her. She had like 10 bullet wounds. Like I don't deserve attention. She mm -hmm. does, not me. Yeah. And so I would diminish, diminish, diminish that I had any, any wounds inside that needed, you know, I just didn't feel that I was worthy. Um, and, you know, when I had this aha of, wow, I have had, been walking around with bullets inside. And no wonder I can't, I, my body is physically breaking down. There's no connection. I have not been connected to myself for mm -hmm. years, never mind trying to connect with a, a significant other. And just having that realization was really really incredible you know i really do believe our, our bodies minds and souls and god i do believe brings organically stuff up to the surface when we're in a place of being able to deal with it and see i as i said my marriage had exploded yes but i was now this was a, a year or so after we were in an incredibly beautiful place i was safe in my relationship in with god i was feeling safe in my relationship with my husband and so organically it's like my body was like okay sarah like it's, okay. you're in a good place now, you're gonna be able to handle 
dealing with what you need to deal with. And mm -hmm. that is the reality that you were raped and it wasn't your fault and you need to face that. And you were in an abusive relationship and there was you caused that self-sabotage. We need to we need to deal with the wounds and, and have them properly taken care of so it's the proper bandages so it can it can now have a, the scar tissue. Scar tissue is, is yes. stronger than skin, right? Yes. And it's like those scars that we have, if we go to the right places and, and go to the right people and, and, and not expose is not a, a negative but exposed to the right in the safe environments of getting help and so I really started to go there you know there's a saying called uh, that I heard and I, and I use it a lot in my course to face it feel it heal it and I was finally at the place of okay I need to face what happened to me mm -hmm. because until I face it I can't feel it and until I feel it I can't heal it mm. and so I began this journey of facing it feeling it and healing it. I wrote letters I, I, um, just to myself. You know, um, I allowed the, the anger towards myself out by writing letters like, Dear Sarah, I'm angry at you for, and wow, the stuff that came out of me. I was like, I've been carrying this inside for so long. You know, I went to therapy. I went to groups. I, I reached out to my mentor. I started to pull people in. I pulled God in. I pulled my husband in and just said, like, this is my journey. This is what I'm going through. And for a while, it was incredible crazy heart I actually because when you think of if you would have a wound and you take the bandage off and now you're like I need cleaning here for a while it's extra exposed and you're actually extra irritable and you're yeah. extra oh my god right because it's it hurts you're, yeah. you're cleaning it out and so you know it does get a little bit worse before it gets better but when it gets better oh my gosh Tracy <laughs> <laughs> like the freedom to, mm. to finally be able to heal and have this it begin to scar over and to begin to just be like, that doesn't cause me pain anymore. It's mm -hmm. healed over. And I actually start to, to develop this love affair with myself of rather than the anger and the self-sabotage and the hate and all the things I had carried inside, I get to stand and look at myself and be like, oh my gosh, Sarah, you are breathtaking. When mm. are we, are we able to get up in the morning and be like, oh, you are breathtaking when you look at yourself in the mirror. Like, yes. how many of us carry this, like, I call it the rackets inside our heads, those voices that are like, who do you think you are? You can't do that. You, you need to lose two more pounds. All these things, those are rackets. Loud, they're loud, they're loud. We get to be louder than the rackets. You, mm -hmm. like, we get to take our stand and who we are and say, like, I don't need to listen to those rackets anymore. <laughs> I am a powerful, beautiful, incredible, you know, human being who has been created to make a difference, to, you know, to have the life I want, to have the dreams. And none of the, that story, the mm -hmm. story that we were stuck in, gets to be rewritten. We get to rewrite our stories. I get to create this incredible, beautiful, you know, passionate um, I have to laugh with passion because once I was able to heal those areas and begin this love affair with myself, I began to have this amazing freedom with my husband that I'd never been able to have. The triggers were gone. All the things yeah. were gone. And uh, we, we went, to, you know, we're 16 years married now. Our kids are teens. And we went to a movie and all of a sudden, I don't know whose idea it was, but we're like, do you want to go make out in the backseat of our car? And he's like, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, and we like felt like little teenagers. Like we're like, where are we gonna go? So we like drove around the neighborhood. We're like, well, no, no, what people are gonna see us there? Okay, like right here. So we like parked, and then we both got out of the front seat, went into the back, and I mean, we're in our forties, or just here we are climbing into the back seat and having a good makeout session before we went to the movie. And I was like, oh my word, I could have never seen myself being free in this area. You know, after all the years of crying wanting to desire him and just mm-hmm. not being able to connect to being able to climb into the back seat and make out and feel like teenagers <laughs> and all the things right oh my <laughs> so, goodness you know it, i just what i really my passion is to inspire and instill every brother and sister to to go on that great love of love affair back towards themselves first mm-hmm. and to know that no matter what you've come through no matter the stories you get to rewrite that and you actually can be free and have hope in those places you get, you know, thought there was no hope. Um, I'm a testimony to that, like the things that I came through to the marriage that I, you know, that exploded and came back together to, and recently we did a 30 day intimacy challenge and uh, we succeeded. Heck yeah, we did. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So just, just inspiring people that it does not matter. There is, there is steps you can take you know Mm -hmm. I take people through it's called um, you unleashed and it's just just incredibly powerful um, you know step by step to take you back in that to that fiery love affair with yourself okay so we're gonna leave it right there so that's just a teaser we're gonna take a short break and when we come back we'll have Sarah talk about how to unleash your inner self so don't go away you're watching Hugh at home to you at home my guest is Sarah Wogamuth and Sarah now uh, you talked about your very tragic and traumatic history being raped uh, going through abuse abusive relationship mm-hmm. a marriage that crumbled but now has miracu- miraculously come back together mm-hmm. how you've done it now the Sarah 2.0 I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, today what are you doing 
and how now are you taking everything that you've learned yeah. and bring it out yes. to the rest of us? Yes, that's where you know I'm so passionate. First, to speak, you know, to give a voice to those who feel they are not able to yet, to give hope, right? Mm -hmm. To to instill that. So I, you know, that's where I'm starting to just like push. Like I'm going to speak as loud as I can, you know, for those that are, you know, not able to yet. I have a saying, let your voice be louder than the shame. Mm. And I really just, my passion now is to share and speak and take people through. So as you ask, mm -hmm. I have a, a you know, a, a course called You Unleashed. And what is that? You Unleashed, to me, when I think of the, the word unleashed, I just think of complete freedom. Like, all the things that held you back, all unrestrained, unstoppable, just like you, I love it, you times two, just like, yeah, owning your power and um, being totally free from those areas, unstuck and just like ready for life and, you know, unleashing into that love, love affair with yourself first. Um, you know, some of the most powerful, st some of the steps that I take people through, um, one is really, it's... Uh, step one is rewind and unwind and so that's going back into you know from age from when we're born to age seven is a very formative years mm -hmm. in our life where we're developing the filter system and our belief systems and all the things and i'm um, just really taking people into the awareness of if you've heard of have you heard of the five love languages before no oh the five love languages, part of part of the course I take people through, but I, I'll share it a little bit too, because it, it's not my idea, it's just so powerful. Gary Chapman coined the five love languages. He's written countless books within marriage for, um, with your kids, uh, in your, your, within yourself. So what it is, <clears throat> the five love languages, he says that every one of us has, there's five love languages, we all speak one of them very loudly. And what it is, is there's physical touch, there is acts of service. So, mm -hmm. Tracy, what can I do for you to help yes. you? There's words of affirmation. Oh my gosh, Tracy, amazing. You're so, you're, keep going, right? There is um, quality time. So, if I'm going to express my love language to you, I'm going to say, I want to go hang out. Let's do a coffee, right? Yeah. Or um, quality time, acts of service, gifts, physical touch. There's one more. Oh, you didn't mention gifts. Oh, and gifts. Yes. So now, now I scrambled <laughs> no, myself. But anyway, the yes. five. So what it is, is we all have one that we're going to speak the loudest because that is just innately in us. For me, it's quality time. Okay. So I'm going to speak my love language of quality time to the world, thinking that I'm speaking everyone's love language. I'm showing you. So Tracy, mm -hmm. your love language might be gifts. The top one where you feel the most treasured and valued might be if someone brings you a surprise gift or thinks of you and they and so what happens now if I'm speaking I'm speaking to the world my love language that I think everyone else speaks so I'm like Tracy let's go hang out and all of our years of friendship I've only ever like spoke my language of let's go hang out and be together and you're thinking she's never once given me a gift and that's like your top love language it's like wow you don't really like me or love me. And so what happens is learning about what is the people in your life's love languages. It's it, okay. It's another easy example would be if my mom, like imaginary, <laughs> spoke Spanish, only ever spoke Spanish to me. And I could never understand Spanish. I could only understand English. Her whole life, every day in Spanish, she was saying, I love you, Sarah. I love you, Sarah. I love you, Sarah, in Spanish. But I can only hear English. So what will my reality look like if somebody would say, hey, Sarah, did your mom ever say she loved you? I'd be like, no. Like, well, is that true? 
No. No. She did. Yeah. But it was in her language. Exactly. And so learning about the love languages is so mm -hmm. powerful. Is going back because I came out as a very wounded kid thinking I wasn't being shown love in my life. When I learned about the love languages, I was like, oh my goodness, that's actually not true. My parents were showing me love just in their different love languages, and we didn't have the awareness of who speaks what language. And um, it was very healing for me in a way. Now, yes, I had to heal the wounds from my past still uh, uh, um, of a little girl. I really believe in inner child healing and, and mm -hmm. doing that journey. Um, but rewinding and unwinding and starting to, to look at all the people, the important people in your life and start to kind of go through like, what were their love languages about? Were they actually speaking it to you when you thought they weren't and stuff like that. So rewinding, unwinding is very important to me to start there. You start there, um, you unwind the beliefs that were, were not, that are no longer serving you, mm -hmm. right? The rockets I talked about, you unwind, you know, and then we, t I take people through, developing this this relationship with yourself where you get to as i said look in the mirror and be like dang you're breathtaking like wow like i got it like uh, there was this beautiful it was years ago now i'm sure like it's it's been seen worldwide by millions and millions it was this cute little girl in the mirror she's like gets up and she's like on her mom's vanity and she's staring at herself in the mirror and she's just like i don't know she's like a little five-year-old or something and she's like I'm powerful, I'm awesome, and she just starts going, and I rock, and I, she like just was like going off at her, you know, in the mirror to herself, and I'm like, man, that girl is gonna go out and make like a change in the world, because she <laughs> is like so on fire with who she is, right? right? And every one of us, when we become on fire with who we are, mm -hmm. the world gets changed around us. Our relationships, everything starts to ripple out, and when we cause that effect on people we love, then they're gonna, you start to see, you know, it's just like this beautiful ripple effect, and so I'm just so passionate about <laughs> taking people back on this huge, incredible love affair with themselves, unleashing themselves from the, the you know, the past, not having to believe the stories that we created in our minds, rewriting our stories, and um, yeah. So, um, this is like so amazing, and I can see the energy, and yes. I can see it in your face. Yeah this whole transformation yeah. and I only know the Sarah 2.0 I can't imagine the Sarah point one. <laughs> yeah. so point one I didn't say 1.0 right, right. uh, but again I mean it is a testament so I guess to wrap things up Sarah mm -hmm. for you I'm gonna go back to you being raped mm -hmm. and the whole self-sabotage yeah. and you learning that you had all of these bullets mm -hmm. you were able to overcome and survive but there are so so many not only women yeah. there have been you know others other genders that have been sexually abused or sexually assaulted it is so so stigmatized what is one thing one nugget of hope that you could give to people watching or listening that maybe have been in situations like you have been to Give them hope that what's that one thing that you found that could push you through? That you can heal. You can mm -hmm. heal. That it doesn't have to stay lodged inside of you. That, you know, the shame piece of bringing it to the light. You know, shame wants nothing more than to keep you in darkness and isolation. And shame is like the enemy of our souls. 
Like that shame, that is, that is to keep you small and believing lies about yourself, that you, you're the only one who's experienced that, or it was your fault, or all the shame pieces. Shame wants to keep you small. And the, the, what I would want to instill to anyone is that you get to be louder than the shame. Like you get to speak up and have your own back for, you know, and, and go to someone that you, that is a safe space that you can share and bring that shame, like it, rip it out by its roots. Um, that there is hope and there is healing and it is possible. I'm a testimony to that, that it does not matter what you've went through. There is hope, there is healing, but you must be louder than that shame that tries to keep you down. Wow. Yeah. So, so many great things. I could go on, on and on with Sarah, but you know what? Thank you so much for being here yeah. and sharing your story. Absolutely. And I know that it's going to help people and continue yeah. on this path. It is truly amazing. Thank you uh, so much. Thank you so much for having me, Trace. And thank you to all of you for joining us today on Hue at Home. We'll see you next time and make this day the best day ever. Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.